I am Tova Cito. I believe our lives should be happy, healthy, and abundant. And I believe it's our job to get us there. Every week, I will have inspiring, educational, and fun conversations that will help you live your very best life. Welcome to The Remedy. Welcome, everybody. Happy Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday to you. I always want to say happy Monday because we're recording, but then I'm realizing that- I think it's okay to say happy Monday. A lot of people are listening on a Wednesday. But Monday is always launch day. Yeah, Monday is launch day. So welcome to the next episode of The Remedy with Tobacito and my all-time favorite guest, Janice Gant, in the house today. Hello, everybody. (laughs) (laughs) Um, We are so, so grateful to be with you this week. Um, Especially grateful for today's sponsor of The Remedy, my dear friend, Stephanie Hagen who made a very generous contribution in honor of Kev. Um, Me? Yes. Oh, <laughs> and that's so lovely. She may have a crush on She Kevin. may have a crush. Although her husband is, I don't know, I think she has a bigger crush on her husband. Kirk. <laughs> I'm sure. <laughs> you know how many people, Kevin, in fact, today before we leave, I need to get a picture with you because you have, no idea. Like every week I'm counseling people and they say something about the remedy and inevitably once or twice every single week. <laughs> what somebody do I look says, like? Yes. <laughs> somebody was like, I just love Kevin. I, in fact, uh, one of the girls that I counsel in, is in Colorado and she was like, I want to meet Kevin. Like I want, uh, one day that I'm going to have Tell just her to come in. a show I'm just going to have a show about Kevin. <laughs> I'll we're just gonna, be your we're guest. Gonna get, yes, I think we should do that. <laughs> get to know Kevin because every, and everyone is dying to know what you look like. I, well, use I, one of my Facebook pictures, not my COVID hair. <laughs> <laughs> I still haven't had a cut. COVID hair. I asked, um, I asked her, what do you think he looks like? And she was like, I don't know. This is why I'm dying to. Oh, see, that fascinates me. I want to know what. I what, know. Uh, what what do you image think I project? He looks like I know. I know. It's so funny. Oh, that's um, funny. So, uh, Janice, I'm so thankful that you're here today, and I think. Oh, I'm happy to be here. Especially because you're at your lake house. The fact that you're taking time to record with me when you could be like <laughs> on the boat or on the dock or sitting out on the porch watching the sun go down. Oh. I'm, I, I am sitting out on the porch. Ugh. I was about so, to say, she might be killing two birds today. I love it. You, we, I don't kill birds. Well, yes. <laughs> Not in the literal no. sense. Okay. Um, so when I asked you, Janice, and you always come up with the best yes. topics, when I asked you, what do you think we should talk about? You immediately shot back and um, and suggested that we talk about... Um, how we practice the presence of God in our lives. How do we connect with God? And I was like, oh my gosh, that is an awesome, awesome topic. Um, Especially, I mean, I don't know. I'm sure you're feeling the same, but I mean, both of you, I'm sure you're feeling the same. But like, I mean, a few weeks ago, uh, Janice, you were in here and you talked about how with COVID there was just like this 
like darker. There was like a cloud, right? It just felt like yeah. the cloud yeah. was over. And I'm telling you, if there was a cloud a month ago, there is a freaking hailstorm today. Hurricane. Yes. Uh, yeah. No, it's true. It's true. It's it's there's such heavy energy and yes. and sadness and anger and you know i know that so much has been uh, well it's just like everything's been on steroids because yes. people have been confined and yep. they're frustrated and yep. it's scary and yep. then something happens socially that is horrific and the reactivity to it is going to be just magnified i mean yes and justifiably so yes you know? so yeah it's it's a heavy energy time. Yeah. Kevin and I were talking about that, how before we got on the phone with you, how, I mean, people have been cooped up. People have been in their homes. People are already hurting. Pissed off. Yes. Angry, you know, broke and, yeah. and struggling. And uh, I mean, the unemployment rate is over 40 million now. I mean, that's just unbelievable and then you put right you put a social issue like this whole situation with george floyd and and it it just it it takes what what is outrageous and horrifying and horrible and there's no excuse for it but it, it the response you can't even think right about the response i mean and it has been especially upsetting. I mean, when I, I, I didn't, you know, I'm like you, Janice, I don't watch the news. And so the first yeah, time I heard been. about what happened to this precious man who died, who was murdered by this policeman, I heard it from a friend. She was like, you know, I, she sent me a text. I just want you to know my heart's heavy about this whole George Floyd situation. And I was like, I don't, I had to Google it. I was like, what is she talking about? Me too. Yeah. And yeah, me too. And then I read about it and I, I, I couldn't even think about watching the video. There's no way I could no, ever watch, neither. watch. I don't want to see it. And, but you know, I have three black children and so right. we've, we've had a lot of conversations about it and it is, it's real. And I mean, I, I have had. Do they feel that, Tova? Do oh, they yes. when they're out and about? Yes, mm -hmm. they do. They do. Mm -hmm. I wish it chokes me up because I wish they didn't, but they do. I know. And I um, know. they do. And we've had conversations about if you get pulled over, if you're at a party and people are drinking, don't run. And you know, if you're uh -huh. in the back seat uh -huh. with a like, you cannot be in the back seat with the girl. You know, Carter uh -huh. and George. Like, uh -huh. I, I'm just very uh -huh. honest about about the reality. And do I believe that every police is prejudiced? And 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 of course not. And it, I think police are just people. I think that people can be racist. And and right. so just like you know, people, somebody who works at a grocery store or a hospital, or there's racist people in every all, profession, has every bad profession. Seeds. Yeah. Yes. And, um, and, well, so I, and there's different, there's different levels of it. You know, sure. I used to work when I worked with the, with prisoners, my boss, I don't know if I've said this before. He was 
seven feet tall. He's an African-American man who had been in a Black Panther back in the day. He was just gigantic. He was the coolest guy ever. And he, you know, he said, do you know, you know what happens when I step on an elevator? If there's a white woman in the elevator, she grabs her purse. And, mm. and, and I, and because, I mean, he's this gigantic black man and, mm. you know, it was so interesting. And so I became really conscious of my own, yeah. were there times when I was like, oh, you know, there are three black youths, you know, like 25 year olds walking towards me. Am I? Does my behavior change? Than I was. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Then if mm -hmm. had there been white men or, yep. you know, so it is. And I do believe that, you know, I'm just such a, everybody calls me Pollyanna because I just believe that before we evolve onto the next place, it uh, oftentimes comes from the pain. And mm -hmm. so the, uh, that's one of the reasons why I thought about how we practice the presence of God, because as difficult as it is, I think that we are, I feel the need to recognize the presence of God, even in that. Yeah. And even in this. Absolutely. And because you're, you're talking about people who are scared and angry and sad. Yeah. You know? Yep. Yep. And the only answer to all of it, the only, I mean, there's no other answer than to me to the resolution of this than our faith. Because that's right. Faith is the, our faith is the North Star that points us in the right direction that keeps us, that's right. um, that keeps, you know, yesterday I, I uh, listened to a sermon about about that and how you know the bible talks about the fruits of the spirit and how when we yeah. are aligned with god we have the ability to practice joy patience love patience kindness forgiveness self-control and and these are the things that we possess when we are in alignment with with our god and and, and I think that's why it's so heartbreaking. It's not because I'm perfect, but I try really hard to align myself with who God has created me to be every single day. And because I practice that practice and try to live in that space, those are the, those are the benefits. Those are the blessings of, of aligning myself in that space. And so so the looting and the anger and the hate and the rage, I look at it and the only thing that I feel is it makes me want to cry. Like it yeah. just makes yeah. me want, I don't, do I, am I outraged by what's happened to this innocent man? Of course. I mean, innocent, yes, because it was a $10, you know, bill that was probably um, counterfeit, but you know, of course he did not deserve to die. So it's outrageous and it's hurtful and it's wrong, but it, it doesn't, it doesn't stir up something in me. It doesn't stir up hate and, no. and revenge. It doesn't stir up those things in me. It stirs up sadness in me and the response. I mean, 
you know, we've heard it all, we've heard it all and then some, but you know, two wrongs do not make a right. And well, when, when we hate haters, we are haters. We become them. Yes. You know, and that is, and that is a really powerful thing when you think about it, because we, if we are appalled with something and we hate the haters, then it's you spot it, you got it, sort of a, you know, sort of a mentality around it. And I think that, that, so I have a question. So when you say, when, so, so the whole reason I, I suggested this topic was my dad, who was truly just a fantastic man at his funeral, there were people lined up to get in the jam packed in Lubbock and people person after person after person came out to me and said, your dad was absolutely the greatest mm. person I'd ever known. And, and, you know, of course I, I he kind of got on my nerves because he was just, he'd go up to anybody and take their hand and say, God bless you and pat their hand. And I was just so appalled in high school, you know, he, one time we were at little Italy, this restaurant in Lubbock and there was this, my dad had befriended, he befriended, you know, befriended the, down and out people and he showed up at lunch after church with this heroin addict and I was in high school I was so afraid somebody was going to see us (laughs) and the guy's face (laughs) fell in the spaghetti (laughs) 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 Spaghetti. (laughs) Kevin's trying really hard not to laugh real loud in the microphone I turned my mic off I mean, he was just such a funny, funny man and, and sweet, sweet, tender, tender. But he used to say, we have to practice the presence of God, Hmm. just practice the presence of God. And, and, you know, growing up, I was like, okay, yeah, whatever, you know, (laughs) and, and, but, but as I, as I, embarked on my own spiritual awareness and, and, you know, kind of left the rigid fundamental background and tried to figure out what I believed and how that was going to look. I, I started thinking about my dad saying practice the presence of God and trying to figure out what does that look like? So when you say I align myself, mm-hmm. What does, how do you align yourself? Well, that's a real good question. I think, it, and I'm glad you asked it. And of course, I, I would love to talk about it, but yeah. I, I feel like I need to put like a little asterisk or, or something that, and start out by saying, I love the question that it's a very, it's a very personal question. And I, and right. I don't think that like, because this is my way, that this is the way, you know, the, the reason I love this question and the reason I I love this conversation is I think it's different. I think it's as different and as unique as every individual. And in fact, this, this morning I texted some of my dearest friends who, who I know, you know, have a very close and personal relationship with God with God and have a daily practice of, of 
of seeking the presence of God in their lives. And I asked them to share it with me. And some of their answers were very similar to mine. And some of them were like very different. And then some of them kind of awakened something in me that like, wow, I do that. And I never, I never thought about that practice aligning myself with the presence of God. And yet that's exactly what it does. Like one of my dear friends talked about how she has a, she has a gratitude journal like I do. And she's, she looks, and of course I do that every day, but I'm not, I'm not looking at that is like, Oh, this is, this is putting me, I mean, I do it because I think that it, it, it allows me to have a different perspective, but I've never looked at it as this is a, a practice that allows me to feel the presence of God. But she talked about it and I'm, if it's okay, I'm going to read what she wrote because I absolutely yeah, I love it. loved it. She said, um, it was really cute. Um, she said, rereading the power of positive thinking. It mm-hmm. reminds us to stay, to say that I can do all things with Christ she says that three times a day and she says it always centers her. She, she writes in her daily journal and she said, I love to practice gratitude at every opportunity. Like I'm grateful for dirty dishes because it means my kids are home and eating with me. I'm Mm -hmm. grateful for sunny Mm -hmm. days to walk my dog, yada, yada, yada. (laughs) Uh And I, I thought, wow, that like, I, I, I especially love the one, like, I love dirty dishes in the sink because uh-huh. that means my kids are home and eating with me. And, you know, most of us look at dirty dishes and it, it ticks us off, you know, like why, who's going to do that dish and who do you think is going to come in after you? And did it, you know, like right. the, those are right. the things right. that are going in my mind when I like, who do you think is going to do that for you? Mate only comes, you know, Baba, I'm not your mate. I'm your mom. Yeah. And I thought, God, I wish, you know, I have this gratitude journal, but to stay in that is a, Mm -hmm. to stay in the mindset of being grateful, that's a beautiful practice. So you look at every single thing in your day and your life as like, okay, why am I grateful for this? Even though Mm -hmm. this doesn't look or feel very good. So, um, so I would love to share what, how I practice the presence of God, but I, I think though, again, one of, and I want to hear what your answer is too, but I think that one of the best things about it, and we've kind of hit on this before is it's, it's such a personal thing, you know, it's such a personal right. answer. Right. Um, one of my very best friends talked about how she see, I mean, she wrote it <clears throat> she wrote this and I thought I could have written this, but she said, um, because I'm very much aligned with this thinking as well. She said, I feel God when I am outside in nature, the minute Uh the sun hits my face in the morning, when I hear birds chirping, when I see a blue sky with puffy white clouds, when I smell mountain air, when I feel the power of the ocean, when I see the colors and the shapes of all living things, including humans, it's just magic. When I see the earth provide everything we need to eat, it's just a beautiful thing. And I thought that's, I mean, <laughs> and when the birds start chirping in the morning, I'm like, oh, what, 
you know, I'm like having my I own know. little party and I know. sunrises and sunsets. Every time I tell my kids, look at the evidence of God, the shapes and the colors of flowers, like, oh, squirrels and ducks and little chicks. And I mean, I see in different shapes of leaves and all creation to me is just such is the most beautiful manifestation of our God's love for us. And I am yeah. a, like a freak about nature. I feel so connected to God in, yeah. in nature. Do you, is that a real connection yes. for you? Yeah. I mean, it's why I love the lake. I'm sitting on our porch at our lake house and you know, the, I mean, the birds are phenomenal and the Cardinals are everywhere, which is, mm -hmm. I always know my God, my dad's presence is with me Aww. when I see a Cardinal <clears throat> and, and I, you know, the, the nature it, it, so when I think of this, I think of it in terms of, of course, the psychological perspective of it. Mm -hmm. And I think, you know, we, I think the thing that's so magnificent about nature is our brains go there and it's not, it, so as a man thinketh, so is he, is, is true. I believe that. I believe we create our reality yep. through our thinking. Oh, and yeah. now does, you know, if I see somebody in a purple and pink shirt, and and I think, oh, gosh, that could be white. It's still purple and pink. But I think that what 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 happens with our brain when we are practicing the presence of God, our brain is just the avenue through which we connect with what's there, the perception. Yep. So it's the perce it's noticing. Yeah. You know, yes, it's, it's that brings us in to the whole the whole concept of uh, it's prayer yeah and 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 i you know i'm i'm the one that i mean i always say prayer is not about asking it's about recognizing that for me that that i am all of or god is all of me mm -hmm. but i am not all of god yeah yes so for sure I am that creation. Mm -hmm. I love that, Janice. I've never heard that. I really like that. Yeah. I really, 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 really like it mm -hmm. because it's, it's, I am an offspring of God. Yes. And so when I am in that awareness or that presence mm -hmm. of that, things like COVID or the riots or any of that, that doesn't really, I feel sad, but I don't feel disturbed. I don't feel separated from that power. So it's yep. that recognition yep. of my oneness with yep. spirit yep. and, and yet I'm not spirit, yep. but, but, you know, so, so that sort of, that sort of practice for me it dawned on me just the other day when I was sitting here at the lake and that's when I thought about this topic and I thought, oh my gosh, that's exactly what it is. It's just the recognition of who I am yeah. in this world. So and I good. am an expression of God. Yes. Pure and simple. So then I can take that and I can 
you know, if I'm worried about one of my daughters or something that's going on in their life, then I, I realize the presence of God in that situation. And it keeps me from picking up the phone and being like, Hey, and controlling everything. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes. You know, but it's like, Oh no, 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 no. I don't have to do that Yeah. because God's there too. Yes. And God is in the, the, the disruption and yeah. the COVID and, you know, it, it takes me back to that place of being somewhat Pollyanna in that mm -hmm. it's all ultimately good, Yep. It, but it may, f may not feel good, but it is good but it's because still God good. is good and God is all there is. Yes. So, you know, you that, know I, go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, go ahead. Uh, yesterday, that same message, he was uh, talking about the presence of God and how there's two reasons that we don't feel that presence. And it it's, has everything to do with what you just said. And he said, there's two reasons we don't recognize the presence of God, you know, the Trinity in our lives. And that is, we either don't know it or we don't take the time to recognize it because the truth yeah. is it's always there. It's always. always there. We have access to our God at all times for all things. And, and it's always good. And so if well, and we are, we are, we have, it's having access to the realization of what's already there. Yes. You know? So yes. it's, it's, it's just the, oh gosh, well, inside my, inside my hands are blood and muscles and all of that. And God's inside there too. Yeah. And, and then we, when it's that perception, then I just don't think a lot of us were taught just to recognize it. I was thinking when I was thinking about this today, I was thinking about, you know, how in the Muslim religion that they, you know, they pray five times a day. Mm hmm and that is is contingent upon basically where the sun is mm -hmm. so you you know you have that early morning prayer which is i think it at like sunrise and um oh i guess it's the time the first one is uh between dawn and sunrise that's and then the second one i think is after the sun has passed uh, the zenith, so midday, and then when the afternoon shadows get long, that's another one, and just after sunset, I think, and then around nightfall is the last one. So they and and I have been in in Istanbul, and they you know they ring the bells five times a day, and everybody prays, and I thought, oh my gosh, they're practicing the presence of God. Yeah on a ritualistic basis. Yeah. How cool is that? Yeah. I, and how, I mean, I, how bad do we need that right now? Oh I mean, gosh. how, what if we did that five yeah. times a day? Yeah. What if our, what if, what if, what if everyone was aligned in that and it, you know, five times a day, we all joined together and, and bowed and kneeled and, and recognized that this is not about us. That, yeah. it, I mean, I, I have a prayer group with the, 
bunch of girls and we pray at different times in the day for different things. And, you know, I feel that power. I feel that power with that group, but God, I mean, you just can't help but think what that would do to us as a nation, people, community, you know, if we all were aligned, I just, I so believe in that power. If we all, you know, I think when you, when we recognize that I am the presence of God, then I feel peace. Yes. So it's not like I have to look under the bushes to find it. (laughs) Or it's there. Right. purely my recognition of it. And you know what is amazing to me when I feel that, I mean, there's, I, I would love to say that I'm, I am in that zone. I don't know what else to call it all the time, but the truth is I'm not. And it's usually, and when I'm not is usually when I, you know, make the, when I'm aligned and when I feel in that space, I, I am, I make much, much, much better choices. My reactions are better. My patience is stronger. My love for others is, is heightened. Like all the goodness, right. Is heightened. But I mean, the times where I am not in that space is when I feel like I, that's when I stub my toe, I react poorly. I, and I, it's, it's hard, you know, people often in counseling ask me like, you know, they want what they want is they want like a, a formula. They want like, tell me what to do, you know? And I'm like, I can't, this is, this is your formula. This is your practice. This is your, I mean, it's different for everybody. Some people find it in music and some people find it in nature and some people find it in reading the Bible and, prayer. And I mean, it's, it's different for everyone, but I think the important thing, and I'd love to know exactly how you do it, but the important thing is to, to make time to find it and to create that space so that you can practice you have a good active and not just, I mean, I not only practice it with myself, I practice it with my children. Um, yeah, I practice it with the people that I I'm friends with. Like we have deep, meaningful conversations about things that matter. We talk about our faith. You know, we talk about our struggles. We talk about, you know, it's, it's an ongoing conversation. It's not just like a checklist for me at least. Yeah. And I think that, um, I think that the, it's kind of like air. This is where, what I was thinking about this morning when I was walking. So I'm not really aware of having air in my lungs Mm -hmm. until I make a conscious effort to breathe it in. Mm. And so that's how I, that's kind of, I, I thought that can kind of equate that to practicing the presence of my air mm-hmm. in my body mm-hmm. is practicing the presence of God. It's the same, it's the same sort of awareness because it's, again, I just don't believe it's something we look for. Yeah. I think that we just 
It is. It's, it's something that is. Just, yeah, just <clears throat> recognizing it. Mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, God's there. Oh, yeah, I don't have to worry about that. I can. It doesn't mean I, it doesn't mean I don't care, but but God is there, too, because yeah. they are of God also. Yeah. And it, it's so it's so vast that it's hard for for we humans to wrap our brains around adequate around it adequately because yep. it's just so big. But it sure makes a difference in your life. I mean, I, I think about, I think about who I was, you know, after I lost Charlie and after I lost Charlie, I lost my mom and then I lost Louisa and I just, and in the midst of all that lost, I lost a lot of hope. I lost a lot of hope. I can only imagine. And, you know, I, I've, I've said this a thousand times on here. It was like, fork in the road. Like I either needed to figure out how to find hope and how to live this life because I was still breathing and that damn sun kept coming up or I needed to commit suicide. You know, there was only two choices in my life in that moment. And, and I made the choice to stay and I made the choice to live, but I knew that I couldn't live the way that I was and I also knew that it would have to take something bigger than me and I didn't even know what that meant but I knew that Tova by herself and I'd always had I mean I grew up with faith but I'd never I'd never had a personal faith I'd always had a corporate faith and so for me it was about a checklist it was about saying the right prayer it was about going to church it was yeah, <laughs> you know, you do this and you don't do this. And if you do this, you're going to be okay. And if you don't do this, you're not going to, yeah. if you do this, then you're good. And if you do this, you're bad. And it was, it was just a different mentality. And it wasn't, I did not have a personal faith and it wasn't until I figured out and found my personal practice, my personal faith, that I found that peace that surpasses all understanding. It's a peace that doesn't make sense. And it's a peace that people look at somebody like you and they look at somebody like me and they say, wait a minute, there's riots. There's your home is, is under threat. Your health is under threat your, your income and the economy is under threat. Like how, how are you snoring at night because you <laughs> sleep so good, you know? Mm-hmm. And, yeah. and it, it, I think the people who don't have it can't comprehend it. And yet when you have it, you can't imagine living without it. <laughs> right. No, it's true. And, and it's, it's so such true. a personal, personal practice. So h- how do you, how do you find your presence? How do you find your center? How do you connect with God? What is it? What does that look like for you, Janice? Well, every morning I, I get up and I have four spiritual books that I read a daily devotional in at, with my coffee. <laughs> and, 
and 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 I sit there and really try to contemplate the deeper meaning of all of it, and it's not so it sort of it sort of has to leave go from my brain to kind of resonate in my body and if if you know I've said before i i was i grew up in a very fundamental uh religious family and did a ton of Bible study and had a bunch of scriptures memorized and it was all so cognitive. I never really was able to connect with the deep feeling of all of it. So it kind of is almost like a warmth that kind of when something, when I read something and it really resonates with me, I'm like, Oh yeah, that's that. And then it kind of permeates down in my body. Mm -hmm. And and I'm so glad you said that. I love, I, I know that and I feel that and I believe yeah. that. I, I love yeah, that. Yeah, it's a knowing. It it's is. It's not a cognitive. It's not, it's, yeah. but it's a knowing in your body. It's almost cellular. Yeah. And, and then, you know, I do meditate some mm -hmm. and I think that that is the practice that I do that just kind of helps me keep, bring my brain back to center if I get wiggy. <laughs> about something, mm -hmm. you know, that I can just be like, oh yeah, I, you know, God is there too. Just like I said, you know, it's not, it's so big. I cannot understand it. I cannot understand it at all, but I know it. Yeah. I love that. And I think that sums up <laughs> so, so much of it. I don't understand it. I don't have all the answers. I can't, I can't figure it out for you and you can't figure it out for me, but I it's like describing the wind that some, t yeah. one time somebody used that analogy about their faith and it was like, it's like describing the wind. How do you describe the wind? I, yeah. I, you feel it. That's how you describe it. That's how, it's yeah. like, it's just the wind. And when you feel the wind, you, you can't deny the wind <laughs> and, uh, right. but, but you feel it. And that, that is, for me, I mean, it's, it's exactly what you're saying. It's a knowing. Yeah. And you know, sometimes there are some things that, that really bring me back to it. Mm -hmm. You know, like I've said, mm -hmm. you know, sitting on the porch and seeing the Cardinal mm -hmm. and thinking, Oh, my dad is right here. His spirit is right here with me. Yeah. Looking in the eyes of my grandchildren oh. is the most, I mean, just it, I can't, I can't, can't put words to it. I mean, I just become just goofy about it, <laughs> you know, and, and, or I'll get pictures from the, or we'll, I'll FaceTime with my grandkids in Australia and, and their cute little accents. And <laughs> I mean, that love that I think that love, I can look at Tom sometimes and just think, mm -hmm. Oh my gosh, I love him. <laughs> you know, and, and and my own daughters, I mean, I love you. I, I you know, it, there's so much that our hearts can Yeah, can it, it feels carry like you, they're going to explode. Explode. Mhm. Mm mhm. With mm -hmm. with those relationships and yeah. I think that that is that's another avenue yeah. through which we can perceive what is yeah it's they they don't teach me love they show me how yeah. it is there yes and it's phenomenal 
Yeah. I don't have to do anything. Yeah. I don't have to. It just happens. Yeah. You know? Yep. Yep. So. I do believe, and I so agree with you that the connections that we have with loved ones and it is so, I mean, I, I feel, I'm the same as you. I feel the presence of God, the two most, way more than any church building that I've ever been yeah. in with nature and, and with the people that I love. When I'm yeah. connecting, when I'm connecting in a, in a heightened and precious, precious way with somebody that I love, whether it's my children or a dear, dear friend or, you know, somebody that I, I love it, like looking at them, it's, it's an undeniable presence of God. I mean, and I think not to just keep going back to this whole riot thing, but Honestly, I, I've thought about like, what's my part in all of this? I mean, I have, I have three black children, you know, I, what, yeah. what's my yeah. voice in all of this? And, and, <clears throat> you know, sometimes I think I should be saying a lot and other times I just feel like, oh, just to stay out of it. But if I've had one thought about it, I, and I told my kids this, like if I was going to say anything I, to people who are racist, I would say, I'm, I feel so sorry for you because if you don't want to know my children because of the color of their skin, you are missing out on three, uh, on meeting three of the most phenomenal human beings that in my opinion, have ever walked the face of this earth. Like you're just right. missing out. And so for that, I feel very, very sorry for you that you would let something like that. George is the kindest, sweetest, humble. Anna Prynne is the most caring, devoted, loving, helpful. And Carter is most hardworking, fierce, hilarious, lively. I mean, these children, I, I stare and I, my love for them is so deep and the things they've taught me and the, the love and grace that they've shown me and the gift they've given me to be their mother. I mean, to miss out on that because of, of the color of somebody's skin. And, and it's, it's just, it's so, it's so silly, but you know, we have the capacity that we have to love because of the love that God has shown us is. Well, and we, you know, these, the racism is a fear-based, is a fear-based, it, it's a thought. Yes actually racism is yes it is it's a thought process and it's fear-based yes and so when people get into that fear then a lot of times people will cover that up with anger and and so i think that you know we can hate the racism but i do believe we cannot hate the people yeah because then we are the same thing. Oh, absolutely. 
Absolutely. And it is it's so tragic because those the people who are who are experiencing such extreme levels of racism that in their hearts that they are racist towards other people are miserably tortured. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's a level of hate that is nonsensical. Yeah. And that's why it makes me feel so sorry for them. I really. I mean, at the end of the day, I I pray for them because it, it, it to to live in that moment watching those the looting and I'm like, what how do you how how bad do you have to feel about yourself to do that? Like right. to do that. Um, and I, I went off on a tangent, but my point is like the God has given us this incredible ability to love and because he first loved us. And in, in that love that we get to share with others, we see him because when we're loving our people and you're looking in the eyes of your grandchildren, you're looking at the face of God, really. And that it literally, yes, yes. And those are the gifts. Those that, that is his presence in our lives that, that blesses us and we miss it. You know, we miss it. And not only do we miss it, we take it for granted. We really take it for granted. I know I do. Well, we're we're all human, yeah. so you know we we don't want to beat ourselves up either, because it's not going to do any good. We just want to practice the present, yeah. And that's just recognizing. And when we get a run, you know, when we get off the road a little bit, as we just very gently and lovingly pull ourselves back on the road, yeah, and say, "There I am, being human." Yes, you know that too is of God. Yes, so, it is. It is. So we give ourselves a break when it comes to that. And, you know, I love the saying, let it begin with me. Mm-hmm. You know, let me mm-hmm. begin with loving myself so that I can really extend that love to others and recognize that the presence of God is there, even when it doesn't look like it and it doesn't feel like it. And even when we don't know it, then we have to fake it till we make it. Well, yeah. We just tell ourselves, well, it's there, but it, I sure don't feel it right now. I think that's you know, such so. good advice, Janice. I think that's such good advice. And and I also think it's taking a chance. I mean, a lot of people who are living right now, they're jaded, they're hurt, they're afraid, they're worried, you know, and so and so it's taking a chance that maybe just maybe God is there. And so, okay, uh-huh. I don't believe it, I don't feel it, I don't want it, but but I'm miserable. And so I've, you know, I guess I'll give it a try. You know, I mean, it's, it's just, well, and, and if we recognize the principles of God, you know, that God is principle. Mm -hmm. So you may not believe in gravity, but if you jump out of the window, you're going to experience it. (laughs) Yep. Yep. Yes. So so I love that. Is that, that's where it's just faith is that, you know, I, I know God is there because, because I can breathe the air. Yeah. And that's my reminder that will bring me back into my body, bring me back where my feet are. And it's like, Oh yeah. 
so I get to I get to refresh, you know, yeah. refresh the page and be like, oh yeah, yeah, that's really it. Really is legit. Yeah, and every know? day is an <clears throat> is a new opportunity for it. Yeah, every minute sometimes. Yeah, now that's the truth. Isn't that the truth? You know? Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. we have curfew. We got to get Kevin yeah, out of here. Kevin's got to get home. <laughs> home. I'm on my bike. <laughs> I don't, don't want oh, to. I wish I could just bike ride home. Okay? I'm going to bike ride to your house, Janice. I'm going to go sit on your back porch and jump in your pool. It's a lot closer than mine. <laughs> hey, I'm really serious. Tom is there. You no. can go over there if you need to. No, Janice. I'll drink all your wine. That's what I'm going to do. That's I'm going to drink all That's your rosé. <laughs> Oh, Janice, thank you for such such a great topic, such good reminders. It is, you know, we all we all need it. And next week, we're why don't you give a little bit of insight of what we're going to talk about next week, Janice? Because I I'm really looking forward to it. One of the things that we talked about was how can what are some of the things that we can do to help ourselves not take life quite so seriously? Yeah. So. Anybody that has any suggestions about what you do to lighten up a little bit, yes, let us know. You know, you can, you can, uh, my email is Janice Gant, G A U N T. You think it's going to be Gaunt, but it, <laughs> thank goodness it's not. <laughs> and, <laughs> and, uh, at gmail.com. And mine's Tovacito so- at gmail.com, or you can direct message both of us on Instagram. Um, but I love this topic because we, you know, it's like a dam that's broken. Like something's got to give. We've got to talk. We've got to lighten it up. And so next week we're going to, and we're going to talk about, we're going to talk about things that, that bring us joy and lighten, lighten us up things that make us feel better. And so we want to hear from you, just like Janice said. So let us know. We'd love yeah, we'd love the opportunity to to One share some of your things. One thing that might help me lighten up is to is to stop buying baked Cheetos. <laughs> <laughs> That's my oh, I love Cheetos. The fire oh. ones are unbelievable. Chips. What is it when you are like bumping up against fifty? All of a sudden, like your sweet ter- tooth turns into the salt tooth. All I want is salt. <laughs> Salty, so I want more <laughs> chips than you, than there are on shelves right now. <laughs> I know it's just it's terrible. <laughs> well, I love you, Janice, and I hope you have love a great week. And terrible. we'll see Thanks, you. Yeah, thank you, thank Janice. You, Kevin, you're the best. And uh, we'll see you all back here next week. Have a wonderful, oh. wonderful week. We're thinking of you. Oh, Toba, do you want to mention that we're not going to do the webinar? Oh, yeah. We we had one planned June 13, but we're going to postpone until all this mess just goes away. Let the smoke clear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going to. And those of, you who have, those of you who have signed up, we're going to uh, refund your money. Yeah. <laughs> Aren't you? You'll be glad to know. <laughs> maybe. Maybe we'll refund <laughs> <Maybe>. you. <laughs> yes. And uh, more coming soon. We just, there's just too much going on right now. So we all need to sit tight. Yeah. All right. Have a beautiful week. Okay. Bye. Bye.